0: I'm Vince. And I'm Travis. And we're about to ruin your games and stuff.
1: This Travis!
0: Welcome to Undesign.
1: Well, hey, Travis. How you doing, buddy? Vince, my friend. I am great today. You know why? Why? Because we got Tom with us again this week. That's always a great thing. Hey, Tom. How you doing, buddy? It is great.
2: Hello, friends.
1: Oh, I still don't like that. That is not... Yeah, I'm sorry. You need something less creepy to start with. Like that's that's like, like walking into a little children's park as a thirty five year old and saying, Hey friends.
2: Hey guys. That's
1: weird, man. Uh hi. And speaking of weird, I rolled up a thing today, Vinny.
0: You did. And and it this was uh, is one of the number fifty four,
1: I think. So what's, what was number fifty four?
0: It was, and this is one of the reasons I wanted to have Tom on board because for this one again, because it is playing a religious character. Uh, this is something that fascinates me. The, the The reason I wanted to have Tom on is because this is actually, Tom is religious for a living. Don't you have like a uh, master's in divinity or something?
2: Uh, I do actually. Yeah, and I'm working on a related PhD as well. Right. So he's religious good, for good a living. Good on you,
0: man. Good work.
2: So, so, uh, yeah.
0: That's your background.
2: Yeah, that's background.
0: You have some experience in this, is what I'm saying. In, in religion. I and and religion, my background yes. is
1: I have heard of some religions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Certainly. My background is I love Bad Religion the band because they were pretty great. Ah, uh, so the I think that really I we prefer have a good losing mix. my religion from REM, but whatever. Fair. That's totally fair. Ah, uh, so here let me let me set this topic up, and then I want you guys to to kind of riff on it for a minute. Okay. Here's the top. Do it. All right. I have not played a large number of religious characters. I could probably count them. So if we, if we restrict this to the world of like say fantasy RPGs or D&D, you have these subset of characters that are sort of by their nature religious, specifically like clerics and paladins, right? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you play a
1: cleric and I'm I'm fairly certain you've only dabbled in paladins, right? <clears throat> yeah, I've played a few.
2: Now I, I, I don't didn't know. Did like, paladins No, but just like – it's funny because one of your favorite characters right now is a religious character, Vince. That is correct. Well, that's –
0: I'm getting there, but yes, you're right. (laughs) That's why this topic showed up. I don't know. Yes, a character you won't let me play because you won't DM the game, but that's neither here nor there. So (laughs) the – if we go way back (laughs) – Listeners, if you want Tom to DM
1: that game for Vince – please be sure to send him an email. Absolutely. We will provide the email in the link uh, with the show or whatever, the show notes. Absolutely. Uh, His personal private email and his phone number. Okay. So
0: the, when I go back to like second edition, I played a couple clerics or, or like people who were vaguely religious, but they're always of like sort of funny gods to me or, or it wasn't really serious so, like, I played a god of, or like a god, I played a character who, uh like, a sea elf who followed Deep Shalais in the Forgotten Realms, like the killer that's whale fantastic. god. Fantastic. Um, you know, so, you know, that's a joke. Because <laughs> yep. that's, that's not... So,
1: worshipping a whale, huh?
0: Yeah, that's not real. um I played, like, a character, a ranger who followed the Windwalker, Shonda Cool or whatever, right?
2: Hey, I played one of
0: those. Yeah, I played, like, I a
2: Barbarian. Go ahead, no, I was say, I played a Cleric of uh, Shonda Cool.
0: Yeah, that's it. None of these are Clerics, right? Because uh, the first one was, like, a Druid. This one was a Ranger. I played, like, a Barbarian who followed Tempest, of course, because it's the Forgotten Realms, and that's what you do. You just throw stuff and yell, Tempest. Um... None of these are truly religious characters. I don't know if I ever played one real cleric in second edition. Well
2: hold on. Are you talking about religious characters or divine characters? Like characters like and the reason why is like there's a there's a there's a line here. Yes. So So you're saying that you weren't devoted at all to a god or to a god's interests narratively? Well, well, that's just it.
0: You've you've hit upon exactly one of my things, right? You're this is so good that you recognize that line because that's where I was going. Playing deeply religious characters, clerics seem to be as a character. So let's I'm I'm going to restrict this somewhat to D and D because it has such a huge focus on this on gods and their interactions in the world. Right? Um, clerics are so much more easily defined by their religion. Right. Because you are a cleric of right. Paladins are, are, are as well, but to a lesser degree, because they're also often just about punching people in the face or something, you know, like they have sort of maybe other dimensions they're going on Um, kind of fighting evil can be a concept for a paladin. And when you get into things like druids and Rangers, you can start getting into just like amorphous concepts. Like I venerate nature or whatever, you know, like, okay, great. Um, You're a hippie. So like the deeper into it you go, you're right, you can play a fi- a deeply religious fighter. Right? Somebody who's just uh, an incredibly religious person, they observe all the ceremonies and all that kind of stuff, but they they don't draw any class abilities from it. I have found it hard to play any character that feels to me like it should be deeply religious. So, characters that are divine but can be perhaps I don't know. Uh less engaged? <laughs> I guess I don't know what you want to say. Um are not as challenging to me, but ca- characters that are so into the religion, so deeply into it just never have never grabbed me. Um is it is it because um like
1: the 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 powerful motivations and flaws which which actually lead to conflict um, you know, whether with whether it's with the environment or within the character themselves, um, is it because those interactions could be considered just easy as far as storytelling? Like, they just they all every single cleric of 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 X ends up being the Plotnik device for every single character of that same religion.
0: I don't know. I can't put my finger on what this is, and that's part of this might be an intervention. You know, because. The, the character Tom was referencing is a paladin. A very deeply devoted paladin. Um, very deeply devoted. Extremely devoted. To convert everyone you meet to the blood of Vol. Correct. To the blood of Vol, yes. In, in Ebron. Which is like a religion that... Uh, it's hard to sum up and describe. But we'll say it like this. The leadership is highly corrupt evil people who are somewhat obsessed with uh, various types of undead. Um... And the <laughs> – but the actual followers of it and the tenets of the faith
2: are really good and positive, so – The popular expression would be the language. The popular expression yes. of the blood of bull, especially in some nations, is very well received and 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 um, celebrated.
0: Yeah. This religion could be based off of a real one. This, there there may be real life parallels. I'm not gonna talk about what they are, but yes, if you're correct. Um and I don't have any problem with that. I slide right into it. I love it, but I, I like for some reason the rest of the concepts, like playing a cleric of Lathander or something and being like a healing, benevolent person who's all about goodness and Lathander, just falls so flat to me. I don't know why, like I can't
2: think of an interesting character. For that. So it seems to me, Vince, that you have, um, like take this for what, what it is, but it seems like there's a degree of a caricature, um, for who these people are. Yes, absolutely.
0: There's a bias here. I have an unconscious caricature bias. You're absolutely correct. Because,
2: um, my most significant, like most of the religious characters that I have played are quote unquote religious. Um, but they were not like that was not all of who they were. Does that make sense? Like that's a that's a piece of it., right. Um,
1: well, it could be as simple as a devotion to uh, an emperor or a king. I mean, that that's the that's as much interaction as is base required to be a religious character with that character's God, not with that, you know, well, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And so like m- doesn't so have push- to define everything right. and And I actually would push back and say that, Yes, some of the meat is, like, pre-put on the bone. Like, so from a role-playing standpoint, like, some of the, uh, to use a different metaphor, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit there, but I don't think that that wraps up your entire story. In fact, I think that there's a lot of room to play here, and there are a lot of ways that, um, there are a lot of developments as a character that you can go through um, that other characters may not obviously have um, from the religious angle. That's what I would say.
0: Yeah, it's it's challenging for me. And I, I maybe so here's my question. Both of you I know have played religious characters before. Has this ever been a challenge to you or have you ever thought about it? Do you, have, do you really see it as any different than playing any other type of character? Is this just me? And, and I'm okay with the answer being yes. I'm just trying to figure out if I it mean, is just I mean for me, me devotion is a,
1: a a strong character trait to draw on. Um it's something that that it's it's basically an endless well for when everything else has become stagnant you can draw from it and get some inspiration to to move your character or the story forward to me it's an easy in it's especially um a good type of character for a newer player or uh someone new to a particular game um because so much is 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 laid out for them that they don't have to cut they don't have to think of and, and and bring it all together they they have a, a framework to draw from, <clears throat> to draw from already. And generally speaking, strong frameworks, frameworks help newer players. Now you're a very experienced player, and you've been playing for a very long time. So you know may, maybe that framework bugs you, it bothers you because
0: it it stymies your 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 progress. I don't really know. Yeah, it's tough for me to say. Like, I think because I have felt like, let me see if I can I can. I, I'm really having to dig here. I, yeah, what's wrong, man? Or is it just I don't yeah I don't like clerics. Well, no, it's because it's not that. I I think that in this case, let me see if maybe this is what it is. I mean, let's try let's try this on for size. As a cleric or deeply religious person, I'll say that of a particular tenant or faith or god in a game like D anD D, some it it feels to me at least. Like some part of your personality is predefined for you, not
1: all. Okay,
2: not well, all.
1: But 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 is it not similar to just you know playing a, a knight with a coat or a samurai with a bushido? You know what I mean. But
2: does it have to? That like that's what I would push back on, Vince. Does it have to? Like, could you could you not not have the characteristics of the god that you're worshiping, but rather desire those characteristics in you? So to not be gen- like be the be the, the the follower of that healing God, but not be so nice.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you could, and I think that's like, where I get like that out. that uh,
1: that new Sith guy in that last Star Wars movie. He yeah. was the uh, yeah was struggling
2: to not be good or something, right? Yeah, yeah. like he was a bad guy that was struggling to not be good because he just
1: wanted to be a part of his religion more, but he was struggling because that good was pulling him. I mean, that's a that's a way to look at it. I think at least.
2: Right? No? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's like my pushback would be that I think it's ripe for development and not just for new players. So like talking about like kind of like trope standard storylines, like the falling out or the losing of faith. It's a and 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 or rediscovery of faith. Like those are just fantastic opportunities at the table for, for players to really struggle with and go through. Um
1: I think discovery is very interesting. Um, especially if if uh or whatever whatever game system you're playing allows for growth into something like that like you could start as something that's not devoted to anything at all and then find religion you know that's interesting to me as a story
0: yeah i, I think you're really right tom and i think that's where i'm wrong to be 100 percent correct um is that you you don't have like when i look at that lathander guy just to return back to that, like or some beneficent healing god right yep and i'm like ugh boring Right, because you have to be this nice, gentle, kind person. I and I see that. Like, I will openly admit that's a wrong, but unconscious bias I seem to have. Right, and the reality is, I don't think that's true. I think you're right. You could be somebody who struggles with those with those tenants. Right, Um, and that's a more
2: interesting character. Let me push back on that.
0: Agreed. No, I agree. It actually turns what was perhaps wrote. I guess if that's maybe an an an, uh, an unfair word into something that is very rich narratively to explore, um, yeah. So I I, I think because I, I don't have any bias against being religious in the game world or something like that. I think where my bias is, is in that wrap up of what it is. And the ones that have appealed to me are the ones that I can either just ignore because their tenants are stupid. And like, who cares? Like Shonda Cool wander around the world.
2: Yeah, great. OK, that's what I was going to do anyway as an adventure, right? <laughs> sure. Uh, so it's interesting that you, you say this, Vince. And um, so I ran a marathon a number of years ago that you participated in um, where you played a atheist druid. Uh, I did yes, you you remember this uh-huh um, and so it so to set this up for the the rest of the uh, the audience, this was like a Paladin in hell style game, um, and everybody uh, and it was actually modeled after the old second edition uh adventure um and there's a lot of religious themes going running through that game throughout because it was like a travel through the nine hells and a whole bunch of other stuff and and I was trying to explore the idea of the afterlife and, and, and invoke some different stuff. And that, like, you played a religious character, a devoted character in a sense, that truly went through, had a crisis of faith. Do you remember that? I do, yes, absolutely. So this is not unnatural to you. Like, you've done this before.
1: Well, what I think is strange and interesting, Vince, about, about your, your problem here is that you you don't seem to have any issue... Uh, withdrawing story and developing plots with religious characters and organizations as a GM, like you're, you're, you seem to have a good time, you you know, weaving those kinds of story elements into your campaigns, right? Uh, absolutely, I don't, I I do it all the time. And that's and that's weird. Like why why is it okay there? Like why does it feel good there where it doesn't feel good as a player?
2: That's a great question.
1: Uh, that is interesting like you you play powerful npcs that you know that that are that are deeply religious characters um but when you're you know when you're on the other side of the table what what where where what's going on there you know what i mean what's what's going on between both sides of the table that's make making you not like it i don't know
0: it's interesting i um i think that the difference is probably that there's a level of detachment i suppose as a gm it's not like whereas, as a player, there's always, I think, some sense of it being like me, right? like right the, there's the, some
1: there's some urgency and everything you do actually matters to you, yeah, sure.
0: whereas like as a as a gm, i I have this natural detachment from it. and And so because of that,
1: but have you ever found yourself truly enjoying one of those experiences, like where where, you know, say, Say so you're you're playing Cardinal Richelieu or something in a Musketeers type game. Um, have you ever found that compelling?
0: I find Cardinal. I have found I have found piloting Cardinal Richelieu to be one of the <laughs> most rewarding GM experiences of my life. Yes, he's an amazingly nuanced and interesting character, mm-hmm. and an interesting example of what Tom is talking about, right? Because like Richelieu, so like as we've mentioned previously, I ran this long Musketeers series of games in the marathon games. And so I had to pilot Richelieu as a character. And being the GM, I was in control of Richelieu. And he is a religious man. Like, he certainly believes in the Catholic faith, right? He's not, like, faking it. Um, He, he legitimately, like, believes in the power of God, as it were, right? But he also believes in the power
2: of France,
0: right? Sure. And the
2: agency and- of man.
0: Yes, exactly. And and like France has to take care of France. And more importantly, Richelieu has to take care of France, right? Like that's the the that is his true North Star. Um. So if those two things ever come into conflict, he will side with France, not with the church, because he sees the church as something separate from God, right? Um, so you're so into that and you are
1: so into that, like that you're so into it that you had all of that. Locked and loaded to talk about right there. Yes, like I, um, thought I think about I really it. feel like you just need to open yourself to that kind of experience as a player, like, um, that and just guide... take. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and yeah, right. Well, as Tom was going to say, guy, let that guide you, and in, in in your in the characters you make in the future, maybe maybe it's it'll open an, an entirely new door for your characters in the future. That's that's gonna you know reinvigorate your
0: gaming. I I think you're absolutely right. I think I need to. Uh, to think more deeply about this from the perspective of like the character as opposed to um the religion right and and take the same thing of like what what interesting angles can I do here? Think about it like Richelieu right and and yep. go from there no i I well, agree
2: well, what I would frame it like this is what are the motivations and character traits of the character, and then maybe what are they of the faith? Yep. And see if there are tensions there or see if there are synergies or what you know and and think about that and then the events of the story should guide your trajectory. I agree.
0: No, I think I think you're right. Uh this has been very revealing for me. I I didn't intend for this at the beginning to turn into a uh, like a, a psychiatry episode. Yeah, uh, this is this is how we can help you Vince. We prescribe this. But I think it's important cuz I I Think maybe I'm not alone, and that maybe other people have found divine based characters or deeply religious characters to be um, perhaps challenging um, in the best kind of way, yeah. And so maybe this will help them in the, the future. Sort of find
1: you, you, can, you can find it challenging in a good way, yeah. Challenge yeah. yourself to do it, to, to, to play it, and do it better, and have fun with it.
0: I, I'm gonna be completely honest. I am actually really excited about this at the end of this conversation. like no joke i've been I'm often very stuck on character concepts. making characters is hard for me, but that's been because I think a lot of concepts I've just sort of shut off to myself unconsciously with this bias. But now like this gave me some fresh eyes to really think about different concepts. This has been great.
1: Well, I'll tell you what All right, well this is this is Vince's problems with uh, playing religious characters on design. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Apparently it is. Undesigned. There you go. So thank you both, uh, Dr. Tom and Dr. Trav for, for helping me out today with my issues. I hope it was helpful to all of you out there listening. The uh the emails down below. Give us a shout if you want to uh if you've got any topics you want us to cover in the future. We always appreciate you very much listening. Uh love a good rating. If you can drop that in, that's always great. And of course, the nicest thing you can do is share it with a friend. We do really appreciate that. As always. We'll see you next time.
1: That was a long outro. Bye, guys.